Are you ready? You think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Another enticing episode on a different day, actually, of writing of Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Uh, show that me and uh, Chris, Mr. Christopher Patton. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How about you? You know, just hanging out and doing my thing. But uh, this is a show that me and Chris do uh, usually on Wednesdays. We're doing a special Monday because uh, we got a guest tonight. But uh, before we get to the guests, I just wanted to do a uh, moment of silence for a couple wrestlers that passed away, uh, unfortunately, very back-to-back-to-back. I want to say, Chris, that we we missed, because of our show being two weeks ago, the last episode, uh, Jimmy Snuka, too. So we had Jimmy Snuka, uh, Nicole Bass, um, George Animal Steel, and then the Russian Bear, Ivan Koloff, all pass away probably in like a two-week radius. So let's give him 10 seconds. All right. Thank you very much out there for, uh, you know, going over some wrestlers that are badasses. Um, Do you have anything to say about any particular of one of them, uh, match-wise or something like that? Uh, I would say right off the bat, you know, George the Animal Steel is not a wrestler I think about very often. But as soon as he passed away, there's just so many memorable moments that come to mind, specifically like him and Ricky, uh, the Dragon Steamboat, and Macho Man, and Elizabeth in WWF, um, which I know he's done. He did a ton of other stuff, but that's what I remember from watching old VHS WrestleMania tapes that you would rent from your local video store (laughs) as a kid just over and over and over again. Of course, him eating turnbuckles and all of that. uh, Great. Nicole Bast probably one of the first big female wrestlers in America as far as like a body size kind of leading the way for your Chinas and your best Phoenixes of sorts. Um, Ivan Koloff, his work stands on itself. So, and then of course, Jimmy Snuka, Martin controversy. I met Jimmy. He was a super nice guy to me before all that stuff came out. Um, (laughs) So I, I don't know how I feel about that one. It was weird that they showed a, tribute to him, but I guess since he's in the Hall of Fame, they kind of had to, but uh, that's a whole weird scenario, but all great workers and animals, specifically a great personality that I think a lot of people forget about until they see these highlights, so it's it was good that they actually showed a tribute video. Yeah, it, it was good. I'm going to say that I'm very, very uh, unhappy to find out, and you know I'm not expecting them to just add him in this year just because he passed away, but you know, the Russian bear, Ivan Koloff, he was a huge heel. 
Uh, he's one of my dad's favorite heels back from his generation. He beat Bruno San Martino, and to find out, you know, that they're putting in, um, like, who was the newest person that just got announced? Uh, female wrestler. I mean, she's good. The, Beth, the, uh, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, and to know that he's not in there or Vader, it's, it kind of bothers me, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, George Animal Steely, I definitely remember him from my childhood. Uh, watching, I like what you were talking about, but see, mine were uh, recorded um, VHSs that my dad would probably would illegally record the pay-per-views so I could watch them over and over again until they were destroyed. Uh, and sometimes they would have commercials of my mom's soap operas uh, in between them, which really sucked as a kid. But you know, definitely remember George Animal Steel, Nicole Bass. I remember her in Howard Stern's movie. She was in that, and just ECW in general, but. Man, uh, and Jimmy Snuka obviously jumping off the cage on the Don the Rock Morocco, you know stuff like that. It just sucks, and it was uh, quite a few of them right back to back. But you know that's that's that, that's sad and depressing. Um, why don't we uh, get with our guest that we have tonight? Uh, we have a wonderful uh, guest, uh, indie wrestler Philip Chadburn, aka Adrian Phillips. Um, how are you doing, man? Uh, welcome to uh, Wrestling Geek Alliance, and uh, thanks for joining us hey. here at uh, Geek 5 Nation, man. Um, thank you. I'm glad uh, that you asked me on. Uh, what's up, guys? Yeah, they don't say anything back unless they call in, and then if they call in, they, they usually bitch. Oh, out. I was talk- uh, talking to you guys. Right. Oh, oh, well, what's up, man? <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. Doing great, just uh, wrestling and podcasting. Hell yeah! So tell me about the uh, the wrestling stuff first. Um, Yo, you yeah. know how long how long have you been doing uh, wrestling, and what's the name of your organization? Um, the organization is OSWA, which is Old School Wrestling Alliance, in Cornelia, Georgia. Um, <clears throat> it started around 2012. Um, I started training there in 2012. Um, I trained till January 2013, and that's when they gave me uh, my first match, which was under a hood, which means I'm just some jobber in a mask. You know, I'm one of uh, the ding dongs or whatever. Yeah. So I go out there, job uh, to one of their comical characters. He kind of uh, wrestles like Santino, but he's uh, uh, like a luchador kind of guy. So I lose to him, and after that, I just kept doing it and evolved from uh, a guy under the hood to a guy who doesn't wear uh, the hood anymore or uh, the mask or whatever. I call it a hood. I feel you. And I'm talking um, to you so, today. Are, 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 have you been with the same um, organization the whole entire time, or have you branched? Like, did you pretty start off much? With- I, I um, I've always uh, wrestled there since uh, day number one. Uh, but I have gone to some other indies uh, just a couple times, but. I really just uh, like the OSWA. I like to wrestle there. I'm that kind. Of, it's where I started and where I'd like to end it, kind of thing. 
I gotcha. Do you consider yourself um, like what what style of wrestling? Like strong style, technical wrestler, high flyer? Um, I, I, honestly, it's I mix some uh, some uh, some technical stuff mixed with. Uh, high flying, not crazy high flying. Like I can do uh, like a frog splash and a flying head, but the old school kind of stuff off the top yeah. rope. So mixing some of that. And uh, uh, if you had to give a style to Christian, what would you give him? Because I kind of do some of his uh, stuff, like his elbow, but I don't know his style I just kind of think he was just average I think he's got that Cal he's got that Calgary style uh because I think they were all uh trained in the same area yeah okay um, I can see that that's a good that's whatever a good that is represent. I, Christian is yeah. uh, by the way uh you just said his name but very underrated heel uh I hated him so, so much he is. and a really really good England performer too um what, 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 I hated Christian yeah, the hate, most when yeah, he, was, he, was, he would come out to that Christian, Christian, that yeah. stuff. That's yeah. when I hated him. Yeah, I, 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 I'm right there with you, man. Like, God, I fucking him and Jeff Jarrett like really got underneath my skin uh, back in the day. Oh, I, I guess just never liked though. Jeff Jarrett. I mean, Jeff Jarrett could shit gold, and I still wouldn't like it. I don't know what I don't. I, I don't want to rant on Jeff Jarrett. I just I've never liked him. His his singlet in WWF um, that looked like he got it from like fucking a garage sale of Ted Nugent. It's just a bunch of straps going down and it's white. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That sucked. Uh, well, would you? That's a good question. Uh, since we're talking about heels, uh, you're a baby face, right? You're not a heel. Yeah, I've never been a heel. Never heel. See, if I had the athletic, you know, abilities that I don't, I would think that I want to be a heel just because I like being that type of douchebag. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but what what um what's like your your greatest accomplishment with your league? Have you like won any uh, belts or anything? Um, we yes, I've had the uh, the corporate title, which is I would compare to the Intercontinental, like it's. Uh, it's that number two title. Hey, the I've had that one. Too. I've had that one two to three times. I held it twice with Adrian, and another time as an older. Um, I, it was uh, uh like another gimmick um that I did like as I guess. Uh, like a rookie, but I'm still a rookie. I've only been doing it for like four years. But um, I've had that three times. Uh, then we've got a version of the hardcore title, but it's PG, so it's a 24-7 title. We're think of okay. the 24-7 rules, but no hardcore stuff, unless it's like a chair or something like that, but no, nothing no crazy. Basically. I have a quick question on the uh, 24/7 title. Um, mm-hmm. In your in, within your company, do you guys do any YouTube 
type deals with the 24-7 title outside of your house shows or however you guys book um, your shows? There should be some of that. I'm thinking I might not be correct on other YouTube page, which is OSWA Entertainment, one word, and it'll show you. But I I don't check it all the time, to be honest. I hope uh, the boss doesn't listen to this and go, he, he doesn't even know where he works. This is crazy, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, yeah. man. I was just curious so people oh, can no. take a watch. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, check on the YouTube because there is actually there is actually something on the 24/7 title on there. It's a short film. It's like 25 minutes long. About it's it's like its origin story. I'm in it as my old gimmick, uh, just some guy with a mask. And uh, some other characters, and it's just this whole. Just check it out. It's called. Uh, just go to OSWA Entertainment on the YouTube, and it's on there. I swear to God. I'll definitely check it out. I already have it uh, OSWA searched up on YouTube at my house. Um, it's probably called Twenty Four Seven Title Movie. There's a whole entire movie. That's pretty fucking awesome. But it's like twenty five minutes. Know- but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question that I, I'm sure a lot of wrestlers might get sick of, or at least the guys that have made it. Um, yeah. Do you have any uh, wrestling influences as far as your gimmick or is your or your style, your in-ring style, and what would you consider your gimmick? Oh, man. I like the question, but I know that every time I answer it, it it's probably different every time. Um, I looked up to a lot of uh, the technical uh, wrestlers. That's why... One of the moves that I do is a Texas Cloverleaf, which I stole off of Dean Malenko. He was one of the guys that I would watch to be like, man, I want to do that kind of shit. Um, and then the next one, of course, is Eddie Guerrero. Well, I think that you and Chris would get along because those are two of Chris's favorite wrestlers, if, I, if I'm right, if I'm correct. Right and my third influence, Mick Foley. Well, my favorites, yeah. All three of those guys are badass. You thought I was going to say Denoir. Uh, what, what, um, what type of signature moves and finishers you got? Um, I guess my signature is the um, the elbow drop off the top rope is one of the moves I do, which used to be uh, the finisher, but then I was like, eh, eh it's just an elbow drop. Everybody does one now, so what makes yours so fucking special, if you know what yeah, I mean? Fortunately, yeah. So I just turned that into just check. something I do. The, uh, the Texas Cloverleaf, that's, I guess, that is uh, the finisher. Um, I haven't came up with, uh, 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 like, another one to do. I don't know. I thought of doing the RKO, but I was like, why do you just want to, why do you want to do the RKO? Hey, so I just thought about no. Really fucking sweet, though. Yeah, but I've tried it, and when I wasn't the most athletic, and I would just, it would just look like a weird stunner, where the guy goes to stun, but he's like on his spine falling, with his legs yeah. up in the air. So I just quit doing it. I was like, this doesn't look right. I'm not gonna do this at a show. 
I think that move requires the other person to sell it pretty well too. I mean, especially yeah. when Randy Orton always does it. Um, well, I guess awesome, one of the man. other uh, moves just, I could say is the tornado DDT. That's a badass move. That's one of my third ones. Yeah. Do you have a match coming up? Uh, yeah. Um, this weekend at uh, I guess we can call it the OSWA arena uh it's in cornelia georgia on 205 commerce parkway 30531 that's 205 commerce parkway 30531 show starts at seven doors open at six and the tickets are ten dollars my opponent Mm -hmm. uh I probably won't really know until I hear from uh, until uh, like I hear from uh, the Booker, which is at close to the end of the week. So it's there's times I've came in and I'm like, oh, okay, that's who I'm taking on. So like I don't like even know like right now. So it's kind of like WCW almost like towards the end. Yeah. Um. But our storylines are more organized. Yeah. Okay, well, at least you got better well, writers. WCW era, though. Uh, towards the end where Vince Russo, Vince Russo and uh, Eric Bischoff era. Right before it died. I just watch those to shit on, for real. I just watch them to shit on them. It's so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It's very easy. It's very easy, too. Chris, you got any last questions before we go into the YouTube stuff? Uh, well, uh, do you have a favorite, like, spot, like a setup for a move or a spot that you like to do when you're spine buster. out there and get the crowd? The spine yeah, buster. Always a good one. Which spine buster? Like the uh, Arn Anderson spine buster? The Arn like Anderson. The, uh, yeah, the, the 180. Yeah. Either one, but I like the Arn Anderson classic. That, that's a badass move. Well, uh, all right, so before we go into YouTube stuff, um, so your your ring name is Adrian Phillips, right? Mm-hmm. Do you mind doing like a line towards whoever could be your opponent tonight, like in character, almost? Not like a promo, not like a full one, but you know, give us. Oh uh, well, uh, my uh, uh, the gimmick. I basically just mm-hmm. did the CM. I basically did the thing where it's really it's just me. It's like uh, what Punk did, where you know it's just a normal guy. So like I'm not like screaming like the ultimate warrior in my promos, which there are some I do now where I do scream, but a lot of times it's just me talking. Like oh uh, yeah, this, like say if kinda like I'm wrestling a guy. Huh? Kind of like maybe Dean Ambrose almost. Yeah, but not a uh, not as weird. Like he actually gets into <laughs> it more. I'm just like, well, think of Rob Van Dam, where he was just like, nah, I don't know, man, like that. Like Ambrose and Rob Van Dam. All right. Well, heard either way, Sammy Zayn also. Yeah, yeah. So you're 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 basically like the everyman, like that type of concept, like you know, the guy that yeah, 
gonna beat everyone's ass, but he's like the normal dude. I like that. I see that. That's one of my favorite yeah. uh, wrestling gimmicks. Um, all right, well, let's get away from the that. underdog. Um, yeah, the underdog. Exactly. You're Rudy almost, but you're actually gonna whoop people's asses and go on the field. Yeah, um, I'm Rudy. <laughs> so uh, tell us more about your <laughs> podcast. Uh, that's not uh, necessarily wrestling related. It's more of a comedic one. Uh, in the cans. In the can with Dr. Randall McNally, yes, uh, which if you search, just do in the can, that's C-A-N-N-E-S, um, because there's no reason to write all that long uh, title I thought that we thought would be cool, and then it's like, oh, we should have just done in the can, because no one has fucking done that, but we had to add yeah. with Dr. Randall McNally. So it's a it's a comedy psychological mockumentary kind of thing. It's where a doctor, a psychologist at a college, um, overhears these two numbskull stoners through the wall of his apartment. So he watches them leave. He Then he sneaks into their apartment, and he just puts recorders everywhere and speakers, like that whole room is bugged so he has everything that they've ever said and he picks what he wants to show his class so those two guys are actually a experiment for his students who in turn are really the listeners yeah and it's it's really fucking funny man um how how long do you guys average for your episodes we try to go from 12 to 20 minutes, 20 being the longest, because it's that kind of thing. If that went on for an hour, I don't think people could really get through it. But if there's little portions of each thing, people are like, all right, I can laugh at this for 12 minutes, but if it went on for fucking 45, I want to blow my brains out. Well, the, the question so I got, have listen to it. It, was it improv or was it? Is do you guys like actually think through on ideas or do you guys just okay. like put the thing on and go? The intro, which is uh, the doctor talking, the guy that that's like case study one 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 blah blah blah, is that's written. We try to come up with different intros, so all that's always written, and recorded, and slapped into the intro. Um, what we're doing when it's the two characters, it's improv. There's no way That's we could what, fucking write that. There's no way. The oh, improv yeah. is hilarious, it's, though. And it's thank, good that you guys you. are that good. Yeah, oh, uh, we got compliments of you guys work well together, like the Scalar brothers. I was like, well, they're brothers, though, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking bizarre too. It, it's funny, but it's it's out yeah. there. I I completely dig it. It's I know almost Chris like Adult Swimish, I think. Yeah, just kind of like, has uh, that kind of vibe. Uh, what's what's their names? Uh, Tim and Eric show awesome. Well, not not that. Yeah, Tim weird, and Eric. You know, God. But yeah, not that. But like that type weird. of That's real weird. So, uh, yeah. Pretty little faces going to hell. Weird, you know. Um, mm. It's it's I good. Know I like that it. Guy. Uh, um, but anyways, uh, do you have any uh, anything else that you want to plug before we go into some of the uh, breakdowns of Raw and SmackDown? Phil? 
Uh, yeah, um, let me see. You can check out the website, oswaentertainment.com, and we have another website that's like a channel that has a whole bunch of different videos. That's oswa.tv. And so- if you want to come check out a show, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you, you're, you're fine. I was going to say definitely share this on our page between in the cans and also the uh, OS, uh the the your your organization site. Mm-hmm, yeah. Fuck that one. Um, so I've given you all the OSWA stuff. Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, uh the podcast now. Well, the sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the podcast is in the can with Doctor Randall McNally. That's C A N N E S can. You can find us on iTunes. SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, and a bunch of other uh, directories. I'm not going to name because there's too many. And if you like to email us, you can email us at canpodcast, C-A-N-N-E-S, podcast at gmail.com. And uh, listen, rate, review, and subscribe, please. God, give us a fucking hand, right? Everyone, (laughs) seriously. That's how we. That's how we keep uh, food on the plate. Is when you like and subscribe to our things that we do. So definitely help him out. Um, I completely understand with you, man, because I got the a lot of stuff on oh, YouTube. Yeah. This stuff. So it's all about people like mm-hmm. participating live, you know. Um, oh yeah. But anyways, I, I guess uh, should we go over some uh, some Ron SmackDown? You want to do SmackDown? Or you want to do Raw first? <laughs> I always go Raw SmackDown just because it's a day in order, but uh, SmackDown seemed a little more lively than Raw. Um, but but hold on, I think I think Jawan's on. Um, I think he's finally getting over here, so I'm gonna bring on him real quick. All right. Hey Jawan, right. what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Jawan, you hey, know hey. Chris? Uh, Jawan, Phil, Phil, Jawan. Um, hey, how you doing, Jawan? Good. How are you? Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're about to go over some uh, SmackDown and Raw and stuff, so that should be fun. All right. By the way, if you guys want to ask a question, join the conversation. Maybe you got a question for Phil. Call nine two nine four seven seven three seven eight one. You'll be on hold and you'll be listening to us at that point. If you want to join the conversation, press one. All right. Well. All right. So let's go over Raw. I guess. Uh, man, I really sound like not happy about this, but. Uh, I liked. I, I will say that I liked the opening with Kevin Owens talking to Goldberg, uh, beating around the bush about Chris Jericho. And at the end, he was like, "Oh yeah, so you guys wanted to, you know, know about Chris Jericho?" And he just dropped the mic, walked off. I thought it was very good of Owens. Uh, definitely, he's going full blown heel, which I wasn't sure because just like AJ Styles, both of them were cheered on by the fans, even though they were trying to be heels. I think this worked for him on putting him over as a as a complete heel. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good intro to the show. Uh, Phil, how did you like it? Um, well, honestly, I don't have uh, cable. I'm just like an internet guy, so I didn't get to watch them on uh, TV. But um, I think I can still have a conversation about it. You guys can educate me about what's going on, and I can. Be like, oh, that was awesome. I can't believe I missed it because I want to save money. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, uh, Chris. All right, good. Um, how'd you, how did you like the opening segment? Uh, personally, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I like that he uh, he shifted the focus over to Goldberg, even like because that's the match he's having. He's not having a match against Chris Jericho, even though he turned on Jericho, and it was great and the festival of friendship. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's good that he shifted the and and you know he shifted the focus and he pulled more of the uh, kill steam kill out of the handbag. Your your uh, your prize fighter, so to speak, his original gimmick. So I'm I'm glad he's kind of getting back to that. Hopefully they're dropping the the comedy. He has another segment later where they also reinforce this idea, which I thought was pretty good from a booking standpoint. It wasn't just a one-off like he's pissed and then here's the match later. So I, I, I overall I liked it. I liked that he didn't comment on Jericho. It sets up a kind of a shit heel finish at the uh, at the pay per view. Either way they want to go with it, but I you could you could make Kevin Owens look really good against Goldberg and then have uh, Chris Jericho get a little bit of revenge and toss cost Owens the match if you want to shift the title or however they want to do that or if they want to keep the title on him. Um, so it, it kind of gives them an out as opposed to just like Goldberg's going to demolish this guy and put put the title, get the title, and then wrestle Brock. So at least they have an out kind of set up. We'll see. I liked it from a Kevin Owens standpoint. It was a very ring of honor, kill, sting, kill. So I appreciated it. And that's the KO. I mean, I, I think we talked about this two weeks ago, is that um, Kevin Owens, uh, you know, he talks a lot about uh, one of his influences, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's going heel, but – I was always saying, like, before he did the, the Chris Jericho thing, he was much more aggressive and in your face. But, like, with the whole Jericho stuff, and I loved it, it was very stupid, tongue-in-cheek, you know. You're my best friend. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so I, I kind of like this side of, of Kevin Owens going uh, forward. Uh, God, I'm going to be pissed off. You know, this, this whole entire rumored WrestleMania card, um, a lot of it is showing up to be pretty damn true or accurate. That means that Kevin Owens is probably going to lose to Goldberg, and we're going to have Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was going to say really that. I was going to say, yeah, that Kevin Owens ain't getting through Goldberg at the next pay-per-view. They're not going to do that. They'll probably give Goldberg the strap. Mm-hmm. Are you disappointed in that concept as well? Yeah, I actually am because I'm like why do they have to do that to Kevin Owens just to do that whole Goldberg shit to me I don't know I just I also don't like Goldberg so anything Goldberg usually pisses me off yeah you're you're in a good you're in a good home because all of us are not big lovers uh, he blocked me on Twitter <laughs> really? he blocked Chris on Twitter yeah and the one punched him in the face too uh, Rachel on he called he he called someone a fucking rocket scientist, and I was like, he was like, you're a rocket scientist, and he spelled fucking you're right, and I commented, was like, yo, you spelled you're wrong, bro, and he was like, blocked. <laughs> I was like, what fucking ego? He's got a bad ego. I don't know about now. Well... Uh, so, so, Jamal, what did you think about terrible. the... Uh, the, the... Yeah, Sorry, what were you going to say, Phil? I just go with it. I forgot. Oh, okay. Uh, Juwan, how do you feel about that opening for Kevin Owens raising some hell uh, against Goldberg? 
And how do you feel about that match that's going to happen where Kevin Owens is probably going to lose the title to Goldberg? Um, I, I loved it. Um, I always thought Kevin Owens was one of the, the rare breeds that uh, is amazing in the ring and gives a, a hell of a, a promo. Um, as far as him versus Goldberg, I've been hearing, and I really hope this is true, that he's not going to win this Sunday, and it's going to be him versus Brock uh, for like a retirement match or something like that. I really hope that's the case, only because I'm really sick of these guys who come around maybe four or five times a year and are awarded gold and get main event at WrestleMania. Uh, When you have somebody like Kevin Owens or Chris Jericho who are, you know, donating blood, sweat, and tears day in and day out, night shows, um, you know, shows that aren't live, stuff like that. So I really hope he doesn't lose it, um, especially because I'd love to see him uh, in a match versus Finn Balor. Um, but as far as his promo, I thought it was great. Um, I can't wait to see him versus Chris Jericho. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm on that train of I, I hate Goldberg, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us like him at all. Um, my biggest thing, and I've said this to Chris before, uh, and I'll say it again, it's just because it's unfortunate what happened with Sting in the ring with Seth Rollins. And Sting takes full responsibility. I don't know if he should, because I've seen the fucking videos myself. But he claims that he, you know, he, he moved wrong, and that's why that caused that injury, which led to him being. My whole thing is, what I'm trying to say is, why did they give Goldberg the title twice and give him so much when they made him go against Triple H and fucking lose and then really didn't have a lot set up in the future where it should have been him versus The Undertaker, and he should have just given him the goddamn title. And I, I don't understand why you're giving that much more exposure to Bill Goldberg. Uh, I, I'm just sick of him. I never liked him back in Nitro. Maybe I'm just a dick. But um, before I move on, uh, I noticed that we have a caller. I'm going to get them on, see if they have a question, and then we're going to go from there. Hey, you're on with Wrestling Geek Alliance. Who am I talking to? Hey, how are you guys doing? My wrestling name's Meat Truck Mike. I love the Greek vibes. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Good. Good, man. Right on. I just want to get your guys' opinion, uh, just basically off the topic, just a little bit, and then we'll get to that. Uh, me and my friends, we started our own like little adult wrestling uh, thing going on. We call it the PCEWF, the Pork Chop Express Wrestling Federation. All right. Well, we, uh, if you guys couldn't tell, uh, we got a troll. Uh, which happens? Uh, I think what an asshole! We've had throughout the whole entire network. Yeah, you know, it happens though. So whoever out there got us, you're funny. But anyways, let's yeah. keep on going with this, with this raw report. Yeah, I knew where that was going. I was like, yeah, this guy's just being a dickhead. Um, I can tell from the beginning. Uh, all right, so God, this is dumb. Enzo Moore and Pork Chop Express, man. It's like the Midnight Express, but it's during the daytime. It's like a, a but it's morning, Kurt Russell. Uh, after, but it's Kurt Russell, an afternoon delight. Style pork chop no. express. No. Um, so Enzo Amore and Big Cass defeat Cesaro and Sheamus uh, to become number one contenders. What the fuck is Enzo Amore still wrestling? Uh, Chris, why is he still wrestling? Tell me. <laughs> Every week you just want me to fucking bury Enzo. <laughs> it's like it's your favorite segment. I do. <laughs> we should have a fucking segment that's called Chris Patton buries Enzo. <laughs> it should be a manager. We're a couple of haters. He <laughs> should just be a fucking manager. What is the point of Enzo Amore? He can't wrestle for shit. If you can't have a good match with Cesaro, I'm sorry. He's, he's probably not a very good hard. worker. 
He is a yeah. shitty Scotty Tuati. He is better on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him yeah. that. But just make him a fucking yeah. valet. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. He can shitty be a midget Scotty Vinny Tuati. Vegas. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so, Phil, how do you feel about Enzo? I don't like Enzo. I didn't like him in NXT. I don't know. It's not like I, I just I never go like his wrestling. I just it's to me it's it's uh, bland. And yeah, the guy can rock the mic, but sometimes you got to have both. Like I don't want to drop any names, like The Rock. Yeah. Or Stone Cold. Well, I don't know. Like Stone Cold, though, when he was wrestling in uh, the WWE, F, he wasn't as uh, athletic as he was in WCW, though. So I can't say he he did tone that down. That's a good point. No, um, I can't say Stone Cold. Joanne, I, I would say another good comparison. Like What's that? I said another good comparison would be uh, Road Dog, but without the in ring ability. Which just means that he's a shitty oh, yeah, road dog. Then, yeah, <laughs> like a road dog. But, but the road like dog can work, so. I, I can't yeah, stand well, dickass. Like, like yeah, well, you know, stupid st- stuff like a Jersey dickhead, and then a big cast says, duh, and kind of like is a, uh, they remind me of uh, Actually, shitty oh, Sean and God. Diesel. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Shitty Sean. Jersey Sean and Diesel. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Joan, how do you how do you feel about Enzo Moore? <clears throat> well, I honestly can't even form uh, a um, non biased opinion about him because every time uh, their music hits, I change the channel. So I never really actually <laughs> watch it in ring. Uh, so all I can say is I I, I definitely change the channel. Um, Raw to me has become. It is so weird. I never thought I'd ever say this. When they did the, the whole draft, I was just like, yeah, Raw definitely has better talent. Raw is going to be a more entertaining show. And I find myself usually recording it and then, like, fast-forwarding through the majority of Raw. SmackDown has become something that I can't wait to see. Um, and Enzo is a huge reason why I fast-forward through uh, Raw every Monday. I am Ezra Lamar, and I'm from Jersey. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. All right, uh, next one. Yeah, Andrew uh, play. Well, the promo, actually, for Brian Kendrick, and he finally attacked Akira Tazoff because he won't give Brian his number and go out on a date with him. Notice how I fucked up that last name and kept on going. But anyways, Chris. How Is that a storyline? Yep. Uh, Akira Tazawa is awesome. And uh, Brian go. Kendrick cut a pretty, pretty fucking good Hill promo. Um, having a reason to hate him, kind of just say, like, we knew it was coming, but that's going to be a good match. If they actually give them more than three minutes at WrestleMania, which I'm assuming is what's going to happen with undercard for WrestleMania, that could be a really good good match. Akira Tozawa is a great wrestler. He was really, really fucking good in New Japan. He's had some matches with uh, Claudio Castanolia or fuck – uh, Cesaro, as everybody knows him, I guess. Um, you can go find that stuff. Some of the matches he's had with uh, Ricochet are also pretty great. That stuff's all on YouTube. So check him out for people that don't know who he is. Um, and Kendrick's a great wrestler too. So it should be a really good match yeah. if they give him some time. And at least they're at least they're giving them some kind of storyline. The big hate here is that they don't let these guys wrestle. Like this match just ended. 
Like, there was no match. I don't know if you noticed that, but, like, he just attacked him before the bell. And instead of him being like, okay, now we're going to have the match, they were just like, okay, now we're just moving right along because it's Monday Night Raw. What's up? They got two minutes to do this shit. Fucking dumb. I, I agree with you on that. Um, I don't know what I would do well, if they gave me two minutes. I'd be like, I'm leaving. Get what do you want me to do? I don't think so. I, I think they would throw money I'm going to tie up. Be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be fine with it. How do you feel, Phil, about uh, little sh- baby Shawn Michaels uh, against Akira Tauza in the, in the future, uh, the two of them performing together? Little baby Shawn Michaels. Are you talking about? Uh... Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. Okay. Okay. Now, okay, I get it. Um, I don't know. I really like Kendrick. I always uh, have since, I guess he was Spanky. And the Akira, I don't really keep up with uh, a lot of uh, New Japan or anything or wherever he wrestled there. But, hell, I'd watch it as long as it wasn't three minutes long. <laughs> For being able to get three minutes uh, matches in, he's he's done a damn good job of, of doing his thing during that time period. Akira is, at least. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Juwan, uh Brian Kendrick, uh, the by Brian Kendrick, uh, how do you like where they're going with this between him and Akira? Um, I, I'd have to agree. I, I hope the, you know, I look forward to it, and I hope the match is um, is, is a lot longer. Um, yeah, I've always liked Brian Kendrick, or the Brian Kendrick. Um, when he used to, who, who do you used to come out with? Ezekiel, the, the big black bodyguard that he had? Ezekiel Jackson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that used to be some of the funniest stuff uh, to see. Um, but Brian Kendrick is a very skilled uh, wrestler, in my opinion, and I always enjoy watching him wrestle. So I definitely look forward to it. I would just hope it would be a long five-star match. That's all I could ask for. I think th- they'll probably get another match, too, uh, on something else, but I think they're going to be fighting each other on the uh... – the undercard on WrestleMania is what I'm assuming. Hopefully they have a I, – I, I, would, I would assume they would have a longer match, but who knows. Uh, let's get to the uh, – I mean, I would – I was just going to say really quick – I was going to say really quick, I'd love for the Cruiserweights to have a ladder match for the title. Um, some of oh, the best be awesome. talent to have a, a ladder match, only because I miss the money in the bank being at WrestleMania, only because they used to put on such a great show back when Shelton Benjamin and RVD – and um, Edge and guys like that used to do it. It used to be very entertaining, and I think the Cruiserweights can elevate that um, doing a ladder match for the title. I completely agree with you. Uh, they had a badass one where Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental title a couple of years back at WrestleMania. That was yeah. an awesome match. Um, yep. Uh, he, all right, let's go to the next one. Uh, why the fuck are they making Gallows and Anderson, who are the tag champions, and I'm happy about that, but why do they keep on having two against one against Roman Reigns? Uh, obviously, thank, thankfully, they, they won. Uh, what do you expect? And where are they going with this? Uh, it, Chris, can you, can you, like, relieve my stress at all? I ask too much of Chris every time. No, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry. That's the, that's the actual answer to your question is that it's really stupid. So the only thing I can gather is that they're building a faction with Stephanie McMahon and this is kind of their way of sucking up to her because other than that like there's no reason for them to have any kind of heat with Roman Reigns 
Like, they never built to that. Just one week, they were like, hey, Stephanie, you want us to beat up this dude for you? It's such a and if they're starting, like, a new APA or something, that would be cool, but <laughs> I don't think that's what's happening. Oh, where, where, I'm assuming. Where uh, they get rented out? I mean, it may be an out to make Braun Strowman. It, it may just be an yeah. out to make Braun Strowman look good uh, at the pay-per-view so they don't have to have Roman lose clean. That that's my actual guess because they don't like to have people fucking win ever in WWE or at least not clean. Don't get me started with Roman Reigns. Um, since since you said that, Phil, how do you feel about Roman Reigns and the fact that it took both Gallows and Anderson to be able to defeat him? Uh, apparently, two weeks in a row. Did you just get the club beat Roman Reigns? They beat him, but they've had two weeks where it was the two of them against him. And that's how they've been booked for some reason. Oh. They're the tag champs. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I I wouldn't uh, book it that way, but I guess they're trying to make it look like uh, Roman Reigns is getting weak. Well, and you said so, that you didn't like Roman Reigns. I was actually poking the bear. I wanted to know. I wanted to get you started on Roman Reigns, basically. It's not. <laughs> his role is like uh, the Luger role that they had when he was uh, when they were trying to push him to the moon, uh, to where the, narcissist? the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other Luger. Because oh, that was like was a, the hill one. Yeah, the 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 uh, tour bus Luger, body slamming Yoko. Lex, Lex Express. They're doing Lex the Luger. Luger thing, and the thing is, is the crowd wasn't behind a uh, Luger because of the, like he had the look, but he didn't have the skill. But the difference is, Roman Reigns can actually work really well. So I really don't know what the fuck's going on. But I just don't like how they f- pushed him as high as they did to where, like, I would watch the matches and go, I, I know he's going to win. I don't even know why I'm fucking watching this. And then I'd go to bed and I'd look at the recap and go, yeah, he won. It just but, seems like a waste. And I don't think it's helping out Roman Reigns at all, you know? Yeah. I don't know what they're doing to him. They've tried too many times to where I just don't think you can fix it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Jawan, um, how do you feel about Roman Reigns and this whole entire debacle? Uh, <clears throat> now, let me preface this before I go into it. Not oh, Roman Reigns, the guy outside of wrestling. Just the wrestler himself, I despise his character. I always thought they were trying to build like another Batista and they did just as well as they did with the actual Batista. Um, he's just, I'm sorry. He's, very, he's another one I, I fast forward through. And the whole thing with Gallows and Anderson, I think it's just because they don't know what the hell to do with Roman Reigns on a week-to-week basis. So they're throwing him into matches that are just dumb. Like Mick Foley even was like, hey, how about you find yourself a tag team partner? I don't need a partner, Mick. It's just like, oh, my God, this is just going to be, like, so boring. I was hoping he would pick a partner and, like, maybe Seth Rollins come out or something just to make it more interesting. 
But the fact that it was just him, I was just like, oh, I'm going to fast forward the hell out of this. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I despise what they're doing with Roman Reigns' character. And I think the fact that he's had to fight uh, Gallows and Anderson back-to-back is because they're running out of ideas on what the hell to do with Roman Reigns. I you know, agree. Roman Reigns, is it, it, he's kind of like a reverse Goldberg because he has in-ring ability, but no one likes his gimmick, and he's that dude. Where Goldberg was, you know, the same concept of reverse. It, it, you're right about that, Phil, because these guys – I don't know what the fuck people see in Goldberg, but I feel like Roman Reigns gets more shit. And he's, a, he's a good worker, like you guys are saying, but well, for some reason that the Goldberg thing is nostalgia. He needs to be a heel. That's that's the only like logical thing I can do. What were you gonna say? The Goldberg thing is nostalgia. Like everyone's like, "Yay, Goldberg's back!" Like all the, I guess the people that like Goldberg and I grew up because they actually do exist and plus Goldberg makes money so they're going to put him on the top I mean I I also feel like they've been trying to make Roman Reigns a heel but it's like it seems like he's been a heel but it, it, it you know it's confusing because people have booed him for so long you would think he was a heel and you know that's why I said yeah. I don't I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I dislike Roman Reigns the actual person I'm sure he works his you know his his butt off uh, to to be yeah. where he's at I'm just saying as far as what they're doing uh, is you know writing his character it's a snooze fest quite like I agree Goldberg was and I think they at some point need to kind of reevaluate what they're going to do with him because heel or face. They're booing him, and they're not liking it. They're not liking what you're doing with his character. So at some point, you got to kind of maybe tell him to go on a short vacation while you guys go back to the drawing board because it's really yeah. not working. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's Chris. what Chris said was the smartest idea, and we would hate this, but if he goes to WrestleMania and fights Undertaker and he either destroys him or beats him in general, everyone's going to hate him, especially if he goes into it as a heel maybe screws over Undertaker or something like that. But I think that Roman Reigns will be much better used as a heel than trying to put him as the guy or whatever the fuck he goes by. I don't even like that term anyway. <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll, we'll keep on going. Guys, we had a great match with the New Day, I guess, defeating Ro- Rusev and uh, Jinder Mahal, basically the modern-age Giant Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Um, we're uh, not over that whole stereotype. I love that. We always have to have those villains. Uh, Juwan, how did you like the New Day uh, defeating Rusev and Mahal? Dane, I think since we first got to know each other, we've been yep. preaching that Big E needs to kind of turn heel, break up the New Day, go on his own path uh, to becoming the United States champion or whatever, let Kofi and the other guy be tag champs. It's just, it's a really old gimmick. Like, there's very few tag teams that can, like, withstand time. Like, no matter, you know, how many times we see them as a tag team, we just love to see them. The New Day is not that. Like, the New Day isn't 3D. We don't always love to see those guys in tag team action. The New Day, the gimmick might be a little comical here and there, but it's old. I've seen too much of it. I don't see them you know, in individual matches enough. I see them together too often. It's become dry. Um, and as far as Rusev and Jinder Mahal, 
Rusev, to me, I felt like when they first brought him in, he was going to be what they were hoping uh, to build up with Umaga right before, you know, Cena ended all that. Um, and it just fell off. Like, it just didn't work. So now he's just doing, like, mid-card matches, and, you know, no one really pays attention to him. The only reason people know Rusev now is because his wife is smoking hot. Um, yep. But, yeah, the, the match the match was okay, and I'm just really tired of seeing both of these teams uh, coming out every week and putting on, to me, subpar matches. I agree with you. And, uh, guys, uh, here's a scenario for you, okay? They've got a big DLC on WWE 2K17. I play that fucking game way too goddamn much. Um, I got Fabulous <laughs> Freebird. And I was uh, Buddy Rogers. I was I was Terry Gordy. And I was uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. And I was going against a New Day. And it was a great match. It, it went out exactly like it would be. You know, uh, the Fabulous Freebirds kept on screwing with them outside the ring and beating the crap out of them. And it was big brawls and stuff like that. And somehow the New Day beat me, and I was so pissed off because I had to watch them booty dance afterwards. Um, God, I'm, I'm just so sick of the New Day. I, I have to say that myself, is that they could all do much better, I think, alone. And I get that the reason why probably end zone cast and them work is because of kids. Uh, because they're catchy, they, say, they have a, like a tagline. But these guys, unlike um, at least Enzo, uh, I actually would like to see – spread their wings somewhere else. It's impressive that they beat Demolition, even though no one gives a shit about Demolition, um, even if you did. I'm just saying, like, in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but uh, I'm over this shit. Chris, how do you feel? I still like the New Day. <laughs> I'm going to go opposite of you Dude, guys. They rise. I think if you give them... If you, they rise. <laughs> I think if you give them a fucking tag team to wrestle that's not two random dudes thrown together. <laughs> like, they're foreign, so let's put them together. <laughs> they can do better stuff. Like, right now they're talking about a fucking ice cream machine and making Russian hacking jokes because that's who they're wrestling. So part of that <laughs> is, you know, it's not their fault. Like, you got, they got to have their faces, so they gotta have they got to have good heels to work with. And Russo has a good heel, but he's a singles wrestler. I mean, he should be wrestling for the United States title or whatever the mid-card title is on Raw at this point. But having, like, Jinder Mahal there, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, why is Russo they, – they never even explain how they became a tag team. They're just like, okay, these two dudes are together now. So – that being said, I would love to see New Day break up somewhere down the line. And uh, we, uh, we, we all know the Hardy, the Hardy Boys contract's up in TNA. New Day's hosting WrestleMania. So, I mean, you might actually have some people for New Day to work with. Like, the Hardy Boys coming in would be a good matchup for them, in all honesty. Because they're going to be able to, to do mic work and uh, kind of make the – like, right now the New Day looks indestructible because they've won every match. Um, for forever, and then they lost the tag titles, but then they won every match on Raw that they've had for the past three months. So, like, you get into a little bit of a lull where it's like, well, you know, the New Day is not in danger at all. And maybe you turn him heel. You you could do that. You could go that route. And you could go the route of Enzo getting frustrated that he's in every match. You never see Kofi and uh, Xavier Woods, like, as a tag, with, with the exception of when they uh, split Biggie's nuts on the ring post, Luke, Luke. Gallows and Anderson, and they actually worked well with. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, there's not many tag teams on Raw. If New Day was on uh, SmackDown, I think it would mean a little more. But 
they don't ever seem in danger. Like, if they really wanted to get the tag belts back, you would have to assume that they could just get them. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's yeah. just a little bit of bad booking. And uh, yeah, gimmick's a little stale, but it's still super fucking over with the fans. A little? It's just because we're... A little? So that we're, you know... <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. As far as Rusev goes, he's a, he's a singles wrestler. Having him in a tag team does nothing. And, uh, Rusev! That, that's how I feel about uh-huh. that one. So I disagree to some extent, but I, I agree with definitely some points that were made. No, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, to me, it's the booking thing. It's Why are they okay with having more single tag team matches on Raw when they have to make tag teams up of two superstars that should be single wrestling? When their SmackDown line, they keep on, like I keep on saying, having these giant tag team extravaganzas, Survivor Series style, Battle Royal, whatever the fuck, and they have a huge division of tag teams. Like, they actually have real tag teams on SmackDown. It's really annoying. Um, how do you feel about the New Day, Phil? I like the New Day, but at the same time, um, if they broke up, okay. If they stay together, well, okay. That's just my thing. I mean, <laughs> I think they're entertaining, but at the same time, if they just went away, I, I still wouldn't care. It's not going to, like, change your night or anything like that. All right. Oh, I get no, that. it's not going to, like, ruin my day. Not gonna ruin your day. You're not, it's not gonna ruin no. your new day, by any chance. No, no, no. Every new day needs to be a good day. I agree. All right, let's let's get to this 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 cruiserweight signing between Neville and Jack Gallagher. I just want to say, first of all, that I did not realize that if you want to make an elf look really fucking evil, just make him grow a goddamn mustache. Because Neville was like the nicest looking happy guy when he was fighting alongside Stephen Amell against Stardust. A couple of years ago, and now yeah. he looks evil as he shit. Looks he looks very like Lord he of the Ringy. He looks like he could eat babies. Looks very Lord of the Ring. Uh, with that, like with that mustache and that look. Uh, Juwan, do you like his new look and his new heel persona? Um, yeah, I think Neville's a a wonderful uh, heel, especially for the cruiserweights. Um, it, the only thing that puts me off a little bit is that the cruiserweights look so small and so so huge. It's just like, geez. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like that they made him a heel. It, it works for him. I didn't really get him as a face, um, especially because they didn't really use him that much. So now that the Cruiserweight division exists, I think he's a perfect candidate to be a heel and kind of run that uh, run that division. So I, I'm all for it. Chris, how did you like the interaction between him and uh, Gallagher, and how do you like this match going forward for the Cruiserweight champion? Uh, I like Gallagher okay. Um, <laughs> he, uh, it, you don't like umbrellas? Because <laughs> I love Gallagher. <laughs> it's not even that. I, I like that he has, like, a gimmick. <laughs> like, you know, that's good. Um, but at the, at the same point, it's, you know, they don't give these guys enough time to really do anything. So... Unless you watch 205 Live, we've seen, like, nine minutes of Gallagher in the past month. So it it makes the match seem not as important. You know, even though the Cruiserweight title is on uh, Neville. And um, and then also, it's the fact that, like, underlying, Neville's still talking about T.J. Perkins. Like, he's not even concerned with Gallagher. And maybe that's what they're going for. Because they might just hop, hot swap the title. Who knows? But, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing where... 
um, they just like talked about what kind of British people they were, which I think is kind of lost on the uh, American audience a little bit in a sense. So you're like, no, look, I am actually England. I'm ugly. Look at me. He's like, you know, he's playing into the stereotype that when he was a face, he hated. And it's kind of a, it was a weird, it was a weird, weird segment in general, but you know, I'm excited for that match. It could be good. Um, the fact he got headbutted was pretty great. You know, he he sold it pretty well, and it's just that's kind of a weird move in general. But uh, the way, at least the way Gallagher does it. But yeah, overall, I, I like the segment. Okay, it was uh, not a home run for me. Maybe like a like a single or a double. I can live with that. I agree with you. I think it was a pretty decent segment. Um, you said that you're a Gallagher fan, Phil. Yeah, I like uh, his gimmick, the whole, like, the umbrella, the kind of, uh, the gentleman kind of, uh, the man's man thing. I really like that. Because uh, if you watch the WWE, there's not a lot of, like, crazy gimmicks like that. Yeah, there's a rush. well, there's Rusev, who's the Eastern European, you know, there's, all those kind of gimmicks, but there's never that kind of like IRS man kind of gimmick where it's yeah. like goofy because yeah. he's got a goofy gimmick. Yeah, he's a he's a gentleman kind of Englishman. Cockney. Cockney would be actually more like I guess Neville because uh, he's Irish. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. Gallagher's more of like your your upper class, I guess. You know. Charlie Denho, mm-hmm. good sir, all that bullshit. Um, I, yeah, I like Gallagher. He's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know why he brings an umbrella to fight, but you know, whatever helps yeah. him, I guess. Uh, I wonder if Jack Gallagher is ever going to go for the UK title uh, once they actually make that something um, instead of giving us like one fucking fight since they announced it. But that was actually really. That's why I make a new show. Um, I will say the UK title makes sense, but he's not on NXT. I called it to the main roster, and he is probably, with the exception exception of Akira, the most over cruiserweight they have right now. The problem is the person they should be pushing is Cedric Alexander. He's got, like, a unique moveset. He looks different than the heavyweights. Um, You you can't have cruiserweight matches where heavyweights are doing the same shit. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't translate well. The reason it works so well in WCW is you got to watch Scott Scott Norton do like, you know, face locks and back body drops for ten minutes, and then you get to see you know <laughs> Eddie Guerrero and Ultimo Dragon tear the fucking house down. It's a little different. So I mean, cruiserweights have to do different things than the heavyweights, and Cedric Alexander is like a worker that can do that. Um, especially with someone like uh, you know, if they gave him Neville, they could do some really good stuff. I, I do like that Neville's been working in the ring, he's not doing as much aerial shit, which is kind of cool, which, you know, lets other people get their spots in. It's kind of important for that particular division. Eddie did it a long time in WCW, and uh, we already have talked about how great Eddie Guerrero was in general, but that's that's yeah. what made it different. You know, if it's not different, then no one cares. It's, the Cruiserweight just means, mm-hmm. like, that's just another title. If the wrestling itself's not different, it doesn't matter if you change the ropes and change the aprons and all that shit. But <laughs> you know, it's got to be different in the ring. Like you know, lucha Absolutely. is different than American wrestling. 
New Japan's different than American wrestling. People want to see, you know, different shit. They don't want to see cruiserweights doing the same things that, like, Dean Ambrose does. I agree. No, I, I agree with you. And not only that, you know they're trying to emulate. That's why they made a whole big thing about the cruiserweight division is they're trying to emulate that WCW cruiserweight belt because why else would they fucking do that? I mean, there was so much prestige with that that we look back on. But now they're trying to do it with a bunch of guys, and I think they're doing a good job, but I agree with you. Like, what's the point it kind of comes down to? Uh, let's go to the next match. Actually, let's not go to the next match. I'm just going to announce, uh, guys, Nia Jax defeated Sarah Pierce. I didn't think that any of us would want to talk about that, so I'll keep on going. Um, so, so they had a segment between Stephanie McMahon trying to convince Bailey to give up her title because she didn't win it properly because there was some interference with Sasha, blah, 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 blah. And luckily, Bailey said, screw you, basically, and I'm going to keep the title. And then Charlotte comes out, Sasha Banks comes out, and there's now a match between Sasha and Charlotte. Sasha beats Charlotte Flair. Um, if we look at this this rumored uh, thing for WrestleMania, it's a four-way match between Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and Nia Jax for the title at WrestleMania. I think that that's actually probably going to happen. Um, would you be okay with that, Chris? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. They did a four-way match last year. Is the only reason I'm kind of turned off by it because um, it was – didn't they do – well, it was, was it a three-way match or a four-way match? They did Becky, Charlotte, uh, fuck, uh, and Sasha, right? They did a three-way match for the title? I believe so. Okay, so I was wrong. It wasn't a four-way match, but it's fine. I mean, it gives you an out. Charlotte's got to keep that streak going. That's, like, the only thing they have. We've talked about this. That's their new kind of Undertaker streak. And I don't think people really want to see Charlotte lose the title. Having Charlotte feud with Nia Jax and having Nia Jax in the street kind of will elevate Nia as a heel. I'm not a huge Nia Jax fan. Um, she's kind of scary sometimes in the ring, just the way she throws some of these people around. She's um, like Awesome Kong. Yeah, I, I think I think Awesome Kong is a little bit of a better in-ring worker worker yeah as far as as far as taking care of uh, the people that she's facing um but yeah i mean it makes sense because you charlotte can still win that match and naya can still look like a monster and i feel like naya's or uh charlotte's gonna win at a at fast lane i, I don't i don't see them letting that streak go that easy to bailey Man, she's kind of the underdog like Styles. Like we'll give her the title, but we're taking it away next week. Kind of person, yeah. Yeah, like Zack Ryder did with the IC title the night after WrestleMania. Oh, it's like, God. oh, really, guys? Could have gave him a month. Oh man, that's such a waste. Uh, Phil, how do you feel about the uh, the women's division of uh, that four way for the match at WrestleMania uh, between Charlotte Bailey, Sasha, and Nia? Who's going to take home the belt from WrestleMania afterwards if Bailey goes in the champ? I think it'll be a pretty cool match because it's different styles. Like uh, Nia Jax is the powerhouse. Uh, Charlotte's the technician. And I guess you could say Sasha's like the Eddie Guerrero of uh, the women's division. And then, yep. then you have the underdog, which is Bailey, going in as the champion. But I, I, I don't think she'll come out as the champion. I think it'll 
I think it might go to Charlotte or to Game Change at Nia Jax and let her do a whole, like, fucking uh, rampage kind of thing. Not the arcade game, but she goes on a rampage. Yeah, yeah, I I feel you. Uh, Juwan, out of those four, who do you feel is going to win the championship at, at WrestleMania if that is the actual match? Um, well, I will agree that the Charlotte streak is the best thing that they have going on right now. But um, realistically, I'd love to see Nia Jax win it, only for her to have a short run so she can kind of, you know, get that over with so we don't have to worry about her continuously having these confusing matches against people it looks like they're just pulling from the gym. Um, and she can have more, you know, caliber matches against other, you know, legit I just think a, a quick little um, title run from Randy Orton, and then he only had it for a little bit and then lost it again. I think she deserves something like that, um, just so we can get it out of the way, because I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything significant with her character going forward. I just think that's something they should do, get it done with. But honestly, I would prefer to see Charlotte. Well, I mean, it, it, there's a good chance it's going to be Charlotte at the end of this, but I hope Bailey at least gets to come back and then win and have the title for a while. I could see Sasha going heel. Honestly, there's a lot of things pointing to that, too, uh, with her, uh, the way that she's been a little bit. Like, it's almost she's too close to Bailey. And uh, Charlotte keeps on warning her, like, don't trust her, you know, like, remember NXT. So who knows that the, if that's going to play out. Uh, maybe Sasha's going to stay babyface because they don't have a lot of female competitors. They basically have two and two uh, for heels and baby faces. But let's go to the next match. Um, so Sandy Zane comes to the ring. Uh, Samojo beats the shit out of him, throws him in the ring. Kevin Owens fights him for a while and then wins inevitably. Um, whatever. I guess I guess they're going for Sami Zayn versus uh, versus Samoa Joe, and obviously Kevin Owens is going to go against Gol- uh, Goldberg and then possibly Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Uh, which I'm fine with. Uh, Chris, how do you feel? Uh, that's, it's a fine match. It, it Once again, it just put an exclamation point on the fact there may, may be a new faction coming. And uh, Kevin Owens still attacking him after the fact when he could have just pinned him was pretty good, like a pretty good heel move. And it just reestablished that character that they were building throughout the night, which they never do on Raw. So I appreciated it. It was a fine match. Um, they needed to do some stuff to build Sammy a little bit before that match at Fastlane. So um, I haven't seen what's happening tonight. So maybe he gets a, a win of some sort. Um, but, you know, WWE doesn't care about win or losses. So see what happens. No, I, I agree. Uh, Phil, uh, are you okay with Kevin Owens versus Jericho and Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe at Mania if that happens? Well, yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see uh, Jericho and, uh, and Kevin Owens do their thing, but I'd really like to see Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn because it takes you back to, like, uh, Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So I'd like to see them work again, and I think they could tear the house down, And which would be good for Sami Zayn because I think he's going through a dry spell. I agree. Um, eh? I agree. Was that back when he was El Generico? When he went against yeah. him? Yeah. Okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Juwan, same question. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm completely fine with it. Um, <clears throat> I do kind of want to see, I think I said this last time we spoke, I do kind of want to see what the end game for Samoa Joe is, uh, regarding like, will he get a title push like a United States title at some point soon? Um, I'm really curious about that because you don't just bring him up just to be kind of like your, your hit man or your bodyguard. I also wondered the same thing about him. Uh, what is what going forward is for Samoa Joe because they better be doing some good stuff with him, uh, not waste him like they did Taz because obviously there's a lot yeah. of similarities at least to me between the two. Um, no, I completely yeah, agree. He's, he's that badass, you know. You want to see him do some yeah. stuff. All right, we're, we're at our last match of Raw and probably one of my favorite matches in a while. Very impressive for the Big Show, especially. Maybe you want to go, why the fuck is the Big Show fighting Shaquille O'Neal at WrestleMania when him and Braun Strowman should have a rivalry that starts because of this match going forward to WrestleMania? I, I, I mean, am I, am I wrong for thinking that, Chris? But Did you watch the match between uh, Braun and Big Show? I did. Uh, it, was a, it was a good match for two big men. Um, they fucked up the end spot, and I like that show was, like, yeah. entering better, and he's like, let's do this shit again. Basically, like, he kicked out, and that was supposed to be the finish. You could tell, because Brown was like, what the fuck, when he stood up. And then he was like, no, let's just do the same spot again, and we'll hit a couple, you know, like, we'll lock up, I'll throw you in the ropes, and then I'll go back up to the top, and we'll just do the same spot. <laughs> because Strowman, uh, he got a little blown up in the ring. He looked tired uh, towards the end. But then again, he's wrestling against some dude that weighs, like, what was it, 380, 390 now that he's yeah, lost sure weight? It was and, uh, I mean, he's in really good shape right now. Um, it does suck that he's going against Shaq, but, you know, that's that's the WrestleMania gimmick. Hopefully it's not his last match. I would like to see show, maybe show versus Kane at some point, even if it's like an undercard match or something. I feel like that, you know, those two will always, have always and will always work well together. Um, but it was very professional. It was a good match. It, it got Braun Strowman over. And then at the end, Roman Reigns came out, and Braun Strowman kicked his ass, which was good. It didn't do shit for Roman Reigns' character, but it made Braun Strowman look like a contender going against Roman Reigns, which isn't something they've done with a lot of wrestlers. Um, maybe with the exception of Seth Rollins and that three-way they had. It was like, was it him, Dean Ambrose, and Seth they did a while back or something like that? For the uh, for the WWE title, I thought it was Cena, Ambrose, and um. It was the one uh, right before the draft where Ambrose won the. Uh, oh, I thought Reigns was oh, in that. Okay. Maybe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or right after the draft, maybe because that the title shifted and all all that all that shit happened. But yeah, it's the first time I've seen like you know Roman Reigns look shook in a while, so that was good. No, and I think that was important to show that, especially since they're about to go into battle, if you will. Phil, um, would you rather see, uh, based on this, uh, would you rather see the Big Show build a feud with Braun Strowman for Mania or what's going to happen with him and Shaq? I know that's kind of a stupid question, but I'm just going to ask it. Well, I know know what's going to happen. It's going to be Shaq and, you know, Big Show, so they can do their whole celebrity spot. But um, I'd rather see Braun Strowman and um, the big show because that would be like the Clash of the Monsters kind of thing. 
be like Godzilla versus King Kong. I'd like to see that, but I know we're going to see Shaq and Big Show, and it's going to be the drizzling shit. Yeah, lots of drizzling but, shit. But uh, what do you do? No, you can't really do much from it. Uh, Juwan, uh, uh, same question, basically. Um, yeah, I'd definitely rather see Strowman and uh, Big Show in like a last man standing match. I think that'd be like a really good match to see between the two of them. For Big Show to kind of somewhat pass that torch of being that big dominant guy to Braun Strowman, I think that'd be like a really great match. But of course, we're going to unfortunately get Shaq in the Big Show, and it's going to be somewhat of a snooze fest. So, whatever, but Strowman versus Big Show in last man standing, that's a match made for WrestleMania, in my in my opinion. Yeah, Dean, uh, real quick, like... if I if I could What's just up, throw man? something out there for us to conversate sure. about, so to speak, what if uh, what if they just do a rematch between Braun and Big Show, and they have Shaq be the referee? That's a lot. Much better, better of an idea. That's a lot better. Much better of an idea. Much better. Much better of an idea. You still yes. You get your you get your celebrity spot in. And you can even have Shaq screw the big show if you really want to do that. And then you can make both wrestlers look strong and have a good match. They did it with Mike Tyson. There's no reason why they couldn't do it with Shaq. It's just about how they book that shit. Yep. I completely I, agree. I agree with you. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> what are you going to do? See, we have great ideas on here. If you want to call uh, Chris, you know, I'm sure he'll have his information for you guys at the end of the show. Uh, you don't have to do all that, Chris, but I'm just saying. There might be a WWE guy listening right now that wants a new writer. Probably not. All right, so let's go to SmackDown, uh, since that's not going to happen. God, the beginning of this sucked. All right, but I will go into something about it that that I noticed. All right, so Naomi had to relinquish relinquish the SmackDown Women's Championship because she's injured. And a lot of people were going – well, that's bullshit because Brock Lesnar, you know, could go this amount of time while having the championship belt. And I was like, guys, it's fucking scripted, and she really got injured. What the hell do you want them to do? Like, this yeah. type of shit happens. Um, it's unfortunate, but do you agree with me, Chris, or do you uh, – how do you feel about this? Um, well, one, I feel kind of sad that she injured herself during her dance routine and then wrestled the entire fucking match. So that sucks. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> and two, um, yeah, I agree with you, but it, it's, you know, it's one of those things, well, internet fans are going to do that. Like people, are, well, not just internet fans, but fans in general are going to do that because they did give Brock that leeway. But the difference is Brock Lesnar draws a fuck ton of money in comparison to Naomi. They can easily put that title on anyone in that division and it's going to be the same kind of match. I would say probably Mickey James would be the best person to put the title on um, over Alexa Bliss again. But at least they're doing like a, a they said they were, were they are they doing a tournament or did I just misconstrue what they're doing for this title? Because that's the thing they're doing like a thing for the number one contender spot, which makes SmackDown good. They do a lot of that. Um, they actually make that show about wrestling, which helps as opposed to Raw a lot of times. So. No, I, I agree with you. Um, Juwan, how, how did you feel about the segment? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That's, that's, all, That's all you got? I, I, I understand. I mean, I, it is, 
It is what it is. It's it's due to injury, and what do you expect? And then they had Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch uh, come out, and Alexa ends up beating Becky for the women's championship. I thought they were actually going to give it back to Becky, but they want to keep Alexa Bliss as a champion. And I mean, as far as the heel goes, kind of like what I was talking about with uh, Christian and Jeff Jarrett, um, she has a type of concept as being a female. Like I can't stand her. I like I feel like. Someone needs to like kick her off a cliff because she's so fucking annoying and bitchy and her little tantrums, which means she's doing a great job. Um, honestly, uh, Phil, how, how do you feel about the whole women's thing uh, between this? On SmackDown, uh, it sucks for uh, Naomi because I was really happy when she won the uh, uh, the SmackDown women's title, but you know, Me I too. guess if you if you have to quit. You have to quit. Well, not quit, but whatever. But uh, I don't know. I'm not really into Alexa Bliss. It's hard to like her. I guess she's doing her job, like what Dane said. But um, I don't know. I'm not really into the SmackDown women's division. Seems like it's not doing that well. I can agree with you on that, actually. Uh, so let's go from the women's division. Uh, we know that it's obviously going to get uh, somewhere between Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss, or maybe they're going to – I have no idea how they're going to do this uh, going forward, especially since that off this rumored uh, WrestleMania card, there's no SmackDown women's champion anything on here. So huh. if there is a match, I have a quick question. Yeah. Since Raw can just sign Samoa Joe – can they just sign Asuka and have her win at WrestleMania? That's the thing that they screw themselves over because she has this thing where she's undefeated so far, from what I know, and she has a championship at NXT. So that means that someone's got to beat her and beat a huge part of her whole entire, like, you know, built up uh, in order to be able to perform uh, in in either SmackDown or Raw. That's what – because I thought about that too, Chris, and – to me, that's a huge obstacle because if anyone knows, and I'm not correct about this, let me know. But I'm almost positive she's undefeated. Well, can she not? Can she not just win and concede the title? I mean, they've done that before. I guess, yeah. Technically, I guess, yeah, they they could. Uh, oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe you're smarter than me. You probably are. You are. Anyways, uh, let's. That would that would be where I go with the SmackDown women's division, to be honest. I mean, I would love to see Asuka versus Charlotte, but the the Raw women's division is stronger than the uh, SmackDown division, especially with Naomi being out, because I think they only have, like, four women on that roster that can actually work in the ring, so. Aren't they about to get Emmanuel or whatever the fuck her name is this time? And uh, I think there was a couple other people about to come back as well. I don't know. I don't really keep up. I'm, I'm kind of like Phil at this point, like, it's whatever. They put on good matches. If Becky Lynch is fighting, I know I'll enjoy it. Uh, but I care more about what's going on on Raw than SmackDown with the female division. But uh, let's get the tag match between American Alpha defeating uh, – I, I really – I have a problem saying their fucking name. It's so stupid. Brazongo. Um, <sighs> what the hell? Should, should Brutus the Barber Beefcake be their manager? Would that be good or get like Rick Martell? He needs a job. 
So, Phil, yeah, he'd, he'd not, take it. Do, do you think, yeah, I was about to say, do you think that Ed Leslie doesn't need a job right now doing something? He's probably delivering pizza. Yeah, the barber uh, needs a job, and I think he could be the uh, the manager for uh, Brazango or whatever they're called this week. Why Why not uh, Why not the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart? <laughs> I can't uh, the payroll. They can be hard like that. <laughs> He can get those. He can, if Jimmy, if anyone can get them over, it'd be Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart could get a piece of <laughs> yeah, but Jimmy Hart could get a piece of dog shit over though. No, was that fucking good. A piece of like white dog shit. God, what's your piece of white podcast. dog shit? White dog that's, shit. That's the whole point. Oh God, uh, so bad. Anyway, so Rebecca, so the Mini Steiner brothers beat Brazongo. Um, awesome, good match. I'm saying Team Angle. Team Angle, that's another one. Um, Let but, it do see uh, Steiners now. Someone mentioned it. Well, apparently they're influenced by the Steiners. It was during one of their matches not too long ago, but um, so now I can't get that concept out of my head. Is that yeah, because like he has the hair him. like Scott. Yep. Um, I think he has the show. I, I guess I should say, does anyone want to talk about the Smash at all? I mean, if you do, just, you know, say something, I guess. What, the uh, the tag team match? Yeah, yeah. Is that what uh, we're talking I, about, Phil? Yeah, I mean, it was, a three, it's a, yeah. it was a three-minute match. They got their shit in. Uh, you know, yeah, Fending exactly. was the jobbers of that, so that's – they got their spots in. They did the they did the high-angle backdrop they do. I still think that's yeah, a shitty picture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Brazongo definitely made American Alpha look good. That's all they were there for. So good. that's all I got to say about that match. They did their job. Uh, so, Juwan, how did you feel about Brazongo uh, losing the match? Brazongo. Brazongo. Didn't really uh, factor into me that much. Man, no one got touched by this match at all. Um, all right, well, we'll, we'll keep on going. <laughs> All right, so Natalia defeated Nikki Bella in actually a badass false count anywhere match. They did a pretty damn good job for the two of them. Uh, Nikki Bella proving that you can wear shorter stuff than last week. Um, thank you for that, by the way, Nikki Bella. I appreciate that. But anyway, so this sets up this this rumored uh, WrestleMania card pretty well because it'll, it'll, it'll go with the next match, the Battle Royal. But during this match, Maurice came to the ring and started attacking Nikki Bella. Um, so this whole entire John Cena with, uh, Nikki Bella versus The Miz with his girlfriend, Maurice, this seems like it's actually going to fucking happen because it was out of nowhere. Obviously she dropped makeup all over her at the last fucking event as a real good reason to have like a storyline, but whatever. I'm sure they've done dumber, like giving birth to her hand, but whatever. Um, but anyways, uh, it was a decent, it was a good match. It sets up something for the future. Chris, how did you feel about it? And uh, am I rambling too much? Are we talking about the Battle Royal match, or are we talking about the attack? The attack. Well, the, the match itself with the attack. Uh, it, it was fine. I, I mean, you're, you have a Battle Royal. <laughs> this happened, did this happen in the last match or the match before? Because I can't really no, recall. No, yeah, Maurice about, came out. This is the match before the actual the, Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is okay. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine. Maurice can't wrestle though, so like Miz is gonna have to double carry 
this match unless Maurice has got like nucks loaded up in her dress or like <laughs> Yeah, but John's gonna do the same with Nikki. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely yeah. just gonna be like Miz and and John working a match, and yeah. then those two kind of just off in the in the in the background, I guess, or they're maybe they attack each other before the match, and they're just like out of it, and they're like wrestling in the back, and it's just John versus Miz would be yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be John and Miz uh, mostly in that if that happens, which is what they're gonna lean to. He's got to have a WrestleMania spot. And I'm not trying to hate on Maurice, but like, when's the last time she actually wrestled a match? Uh, we're uh, 2010. I don't know, man. It's a long, that's a long ass time for any worker to not be taking bumps. I don't really yeah. feel like she's gonna go out there and take a fuck ton of bumps. Like, I they, they she'll take, take those, a week I, of training. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Probably. <laughs> She'll take a week, learn how to bump again, and just 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 bump. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Fall on your head. She'll probably slap a it's couple times. The, the, the problem is she's working with Nikki, who is still her neck surgery didn't take place very well, and she's got numbness on yeah. her side, and it's kind of her retirement going into WrestleMania. Yeah. Like she's already announced that she's retiring, so it's kind of a scary situation. Like, Maurice should not get any offense on this match. If she's throwing, like, a DDT or something, anything near Nikki's neck, that's a terrible yeah. idea. She she should be cheating, like, the entire time, like, hairspray, oh, like, yeah. mace, whatever. Just eliminate those two. Let Miz and John Cena do what they do. Miz is going to work super soft, and John Cena will carry the match, and it'll be fine. Yeah. They'll have a good match. And well, going about what the you're problem saying, is they just – it seems like Nikki Bella, if this can be your last match, why wouldn't they ride out this whole entire thing they're building with her and, uh, you know, Nightheart? And also, at the same rate, don't you think that's like fucking wasting John Cena and The Miz, both for matches separately from this? It's not a bullshit match like this? It's not their, it's not their card, though. I mean, it's, they're booking it on Goldberg versus Lesnar. They're bigger. <laughs> They're a bigger draw right now. I know that. I know that sucks as like a wrestling fan, but but they're yeah. they're going to be a bigger draw. Like they're building that card off who uh, Undertaker reigns, Lesnar and uh, Brock probably the Hardys and New Day if they get that contract done, which I'm assuming they will. Um, the Rock is making a guest appearance. I said or he was. I don't know what they're doing with that. They're going to have the Rock and Hogan do a gimmick, but Rock. May have shit that down the hole. I don't know. Oh, it's Hogan back. <laughs> By calling someone after an event happens, maybe named CM Punk. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I read that. That was a stupid thing to do. Um, but what <laughs> he do you, doesn't care. But I mean, I mean, honestly, uh, let's let, let's get to this ten man battle royal. All right, shall we? All right, this is actually a pretty fucking fun match. Um, it definitely set up a lot what's going forward. Obviously, like I said about the John Cena, Miz thing. Um, then obviously with the, uh, the Kalisto, uh, well, more so, I guess, with it's going to be Apollo Crews versus uh, uh, Fake Shawn Michaels. I forgot what his name is. Um, can't think of it. <laughs> Ziggler? Ziggy? Oh, there you go. There you go. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, okay. Um, um, and also uh, with um, 
The guy with the best move on SmackDown right now versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, what the hell? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. There you go. Thank you for helping me out that, with this. That finisher's so but fucking it, good. It is awesome. And when he did it outside, it looked so devastating. That was such a badass move. But it ended with both Luke Harper and AJ Styles falling. And I watched the damn match twice, and Luke Harper definitely hit the fucking ground first, but whatever, for the sake of the storyline. Uh, it was. It's now going to be the two of them going on this week to go against whoever for WrestleMania, and I'm assuming Luke Harper's going to win. Who knows? Maybe AJ Styles would maybe get screwed over. But uh, how did you like the ending to SmackDown, Chris? No, I, thought it was, I, I hate when they try to do this double touch the floor shit. It never works. You can always tell who touches the floor first. AJ has a legitimate reason. He'll probably lose next week, and then that sets up the Shane McMahon thing where he's pissed at Shane because the rumored card is Shane versus AJ Styles, which like AJ can have a good match with a fucking broom, but I don't know that he can have a good match with Shane McMahon. We'll see what, <laughs> we'll see what happens. He'll carry him. <laughs> Hopefully. I hope that match lasts yeah. like seven seconds or something. <laughs> like So that they can like at least Java build AJ Styles. But it's just it, it, the whole concept's ridiculous. Luke's definitely gonna win, and then you have uh, Randy helping Bray. I'm assuming, which is it's just weird because you can tell they audible the Royal Rumble like heavily, like they really wanted Finn to be there and possibly get that spot. Well, and uh, maybe that's why they shifted shifted. Next. Goldberg to Kevin Owens, but who knows? That that's what it seems like happened is they had the audible whatever the fuck they were doing when uh Seth got hurt. So who knows? That's a good point. Um, Jawan, uh how did you like the match? First of all, it's setting up stuff for the next pay per view and WrestleMania going forward. Actually they might not even have a next pay per view. I don't remember who's up next. I think WrestleMania is next. Yeah. Who knows? Fastlane, um, Fastlane, Fastlane's next, and then nothing oh, yeah, for SmackDown. That's, that's so SmackDown is right now, they're in full WrestleMania mode, so anything that happens on SmackDown is building towards WrestleMania. Okay, so basically the all stuff they, they, they built uh, <clears throat> going towards WrestleMania, and also who do you think is going to win between AJ Styles and Luke Harper this week, uh, Juwan? Um, well, I definitely think uh, – to the point that was made of them audibling uh, the Royal Rumble, um, I honestly think they should just stick to the Harper versus Orton versus uh, Bray for the title. Um, honestly, because if if you're telling me Randy won it, and all you're going to do is have Randy forfeit that um, and just have him assist Bray, that's an, I, I even wouldn't like if, you know, the match ends and Bray and Randy go at it and then Randy... Like that, that whole scenario to me is just such a turnoff. Just have it be a triple threat and have Bray come out of it strong, and um, move forward with a Bray versus Randy or Bray versus Harper, whatever you want to do. Um, but I thought the match was was good. I, I do hate the um, both guys touch the floor because you could obviously see one guy touch the floor first. Um, I also didn't like I also didn't like how Cena was uh, eliminated. Um, I thought that was dumb. But yeah, as, as far bullshit. as um, it was total BS. It it made no sense. Uh, you're telling me that a guy that was already eliminated can come and elim- 
they just really made they could have done that a lot better. You could have just had the Miz eliminate Cena before the Miz was eliminated. But whatever. Well, I mean, um, that that happened. That's happened before, like Royal Rumble '91, '92. Like Hogan didn't Hogan pull someone over the top rope? I don't know. They had the one with Shawn Michaels that they had to do on the fly because he accidentally touched the floor when he wasn't supposed to. I remember that. So they've done yeah, they've done saying, that before, but it, yeah, it's, yeah, I agree, it's stupid. Yeah, it yeah, no, I I wasn't saying like that was like the. It, it's just really dumb. I think it's the easy way you could have done it: have the Miz eliminate Cena, and then have someone else eliminate the Miz. And then, and then have boom, the Miz eliminate the same result. Have the Miz eliminate Cena and have Cena like, or or one of them. All right, basically Cena goes to pull Miz out. Miz pulls Cena out, and they both eliminate each other. And then you can have their feud something build, like that. and then you don't have to, you know, and then you don't have to do that type of stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you go exactly, opposite, right. and you instead of doing Miz eliminating Cena in a cheap way, you pull the Hogan angle, and like, like Cena's so pissed, he pulls Miz out. Because Miz eliminated like a, he eliminated him like a chicken shit heel or something, and then it's like yeah. then you're building towards something at least. With Miz eliminating him, it's kind of like yeah. Well, I mean, I'm also gonna say, I'm also gonna say we know AJ Styles isn't gonna win, unfortunately. Because I think him uh, versus Bray would be a really five star match uh, for WrestleMania. But I've been saying this for the longest: doing AJ Styles versus Shane is a waste of AJ Styles' talent. I'd really like to see AJ Styles uh, take on The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think that'd be more of an entertaining match than um, him versus Shane. But that's just my opinion. So I, I agree with that. Uh, Phil, you're, you're hearing all of this. Um, well, they're about to have Luke Harper versus AJ Styles. We know about this fake, well, we don't know, a rumored card uh, that has projects basically Harper versus Bray Wyatt versus, uh, what you call it, Randy for the title. Do you think that's bullshit? Do you think AJ Styles has a chance of winning? Maybe it's going to be a four-way match for WrestleMania. How do you feel? Uh, Storyline-wise, they would probably go yeah. with Luke Harper versus Randy versus Bray Wyatt. That would make sense. That's the Wyatt. Uh, the Wyatts are divided. They're torn apart because of that title. So that makes sense storyline-wise, but who knows? They might give AJ the win with Luke Harper to give AJ something if he doesn't do the thing with Shane. But I, but to be honest, I'd rather see Luke Harper, Randy Orton, and Bray Wyatt because it's uh, it's just like it's uh, the battle of uh, the family kind of thing. That cult, they're divided. We'll see what's going to happen. It's, if You know what I mean? That's what I think. I'd rather see that. Absolutely. No, no, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good WrestleMania. Um, well, I mean, it could suck. I mean, I'm just being optimistic. Um, but I feel like no Chris, you can maybe you can either agree or disagree with me. Um, I feel like this card they have, there's more matches. This is like the early works, if that makes sense. Like these are the main matches, and there's more that are going to be sprinkled on. Do you agree with me? Like how the hell? I, or maybe this is actually it. Maybe this is the card. There's a mid card beforehand. Uh, I mean, there's definitely going to be at least three matches on the pre-show, and then 
whatever else they build up in the next four weeks on SmackDown. I mean, Samoa Joe versus Zayn will probably be a match, I would think. And then Triple H versus uh, Seth, which hasn't been talked about recently, will probably be a thing if he's ready. Um, so we're what we're at six matches already. Kevin Owens and Jericho are going to go twenty to thirty minutes, like oh, almost guaranteed. Jericho has enough pull to have that kind of match. So if that's the match they're building towards, Jericho Kevin Owens, then you're going to have that's going to be thirty minutes of the show. 20, 25 to 30 minutes. Um, so, who knows? And if Triple H is in a match, he's going to get like 30, 40 minutes to get his shit in uh, with the entrances <laughs> and everything. So, it's just one of the, it's just one of those things. So, yeah, I mean, I would expect there be uh, at least the women's SmackDown title will be on the card. They haven't built that yet, but I would assume that's going to be there somewhere in there. And then the Intercontinental title, I don't think it's on that mock-up card, but it will be there. It's probably going to be Baron versus Dean. So, who knows? That'll be a fun match if that plays out. I, I hope they do, like, a hardcore match is what I'm assuming they're going to do. Um, well, let's let's go over some more stuff. I, I have uh, one more topic and then a couple, like, mini topics that we can talk about. Um, so, there is a heel faction that's rumored – uh, building on Raw more so than SmackDown, but with Triple H, uh, uh, Samoa Joe, and also Kevin Owens, uh, we could also like use the whole fact that Stephanie's been working with Gallows and Anderson. Maybe they're involved in this. Uh, my question is, there's two questions actually, because I always do that. Um, who are going to be the baby faces going against this heel, uh, and also? Is AJ Styles turning babyface? Because I feel like the way that he's been acting a little bit, all peppy and shit, that they're trying to put him down that path since they went the opposite with KO. I could be wrong, though. Uh, Juwan, how do you feel about that? Um, well, I, I, I agree, because I think if John Cena's kind of heading out for a little bit after WrestleMania, you need someone that can kind of fit that bill, and I think AJ Styles could perfectly fit that bill. Um, you know, filling in the whole babyface thing. And honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with it. AJ Styles is one of those uh, great personalities that is great as a babyface or great as a heel. So I definitely can see him making that turn. Um, Kevin Owens, I never thought was a babyface. I always considered him a heel. So I thought he just went from a heel that people enjoyed, you know, alongside Chris Jericho to people hating him because of what he did to Chris Jericho. I think they'll make Jericho a baby face now um, that they're kind of separated. Um, But as far as the factions you were saying, I hope Triple H is building something with Samoa Joe and um, uh, Kevin Owens and and guys like that because I really think they can make something special like evolution type of stuff. Um, and I hope that once they build this faction, they kind of just sweep all the titles. And I do hope this is the one faction that has a female in it, and the female has a title also, because I always thought that'd be like some of the greatest uh, television uh, as far as wrestling, having a faction with a female who's good on the mic and can fit in with the rest of the guys. So I, I'm yeah, definitely with you on that. And exactly, not just a pretty face. Somebody that can handle business 
uh, when need be. So that that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping Triple H builds an evolution uh, with a female uh, personality. Well, I think you have that with Stephanie, but I think you, I know what you're talking about as far as like someone that's active wrestling. Uh, maybe maybe right. James could do could fulfill could fulfill that. I hope her over Alexis Bliss if we're going down that route. Uh, uh, Chris, how, how do you feel about all this? Uh, if you're going to do a woman wrestler in the fill, uh, Stephanie McMahon, the second draft pick, Charlotte Flair would probably be the one to do it. She's yeah. had some segments yeah, with sense. Stephanie. That would make sense. Maybe Sasha. Um, but oh. that would, I mean, that would be great. Either, either, or they both can handle that role. Um, and you could turn Charlotte face easily because she's Ric Flair's daughter. It's not that hard. Um, as far as the like whatever they're doing, I would I don't want to say the club because obviously it's not going to be a club, but yeah, they're definitely aiming towards something like that with a faction, um, which kind of points to Kevin maybe keeping the title. I hope he keeps the title. If he keeps the title, then you can build that for a while and have almost like the Dave Batista angle with Samoa Joe, where it's like Samoa Joe versus Kevin at some point down the line, SummerSlam maybe. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But totally also, true. when you're talking about faces, don't forget about Finn Balor because he's coming back, and that yeah. would be like we, we will get to that. He's, yes, he's going to be there. He's going to be their biggest. He's going to be the biggest face. Um, Seth just doesn't have the personality of a, a baby face. He just never has to me. Nope. Um, so bring him around baby face nope. is just not going to work. All right, Phil. Uh, same question, yeah. basically, about AJ Styles turning babyface, possibly. Uh, what he actually just said about Seth not being the best babyface and this whole entire faction with Triple H, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you feel about it? So. AJ? Uh, I can see AJ going baby. I mean... The thing with AJ is he can do either one. It it, it doesn't matter. They're still going to like it. I could see him going. I could see him. I could see him uh, turning. The faction thing. Uh, it could happen. It would be cool uh, to have a newer, younger evolution. I guess is what you're talking about. I guess Triple H would be Ric Flair. Not necessarily evolution, but at least a heel faction. Like a horseman. Yeah, maybe something like that. Okay. Yeah, I could see Kevin Owens as basically the Arn Anderson. And uh, Rollins could be the Tully if they wanted to turn him heel because he's not a good baby face. And then the club... As the tag team. That'd be badass. Samoa Joe and Triple H, yeah. though, are still there, too. Okay. Um, well, you could add them to uh, uh, the Bullet Club and the NWO. It's like, we'll take anybody. We took Scott Hall's kid for some odd reason. <laughs> we took Scott Hall's kid for some reason. He's just not that good. Uh, I, I mean, he's probably a nice dude. You don't like Cody Hall? What, 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 what did Cody Hall do to you, Phil? Cody Hall did nothing to me. I'm just a cynical piece of shit. Hey, we're, we're all like that, man. It's not it's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. But, um, all right. So, the faction, I actually do hope it happens. I, th- I think that would be a cool aspect uh, going forward. But, all right, I'm going to do some mini-news that we can talk about before the show ends, guys. 
I'm gonna list a couple topics, and then you guys, once I, you know, say your name, you can like pick whatever topic you want to talk about. Uh, it's it's mostly about people traveling, if you will, uh, wrestlers. So Kenny Omega had his first match back in New Japan. He's gonna be back in New Japan. We don't know how long his contract is that he signed for, um, but he's he's there. Uh, Hardy Boys contracts are up at uh, TNA. So is Drew Galloway. Uh, both might be WWE bound. Um, Seth Rollins apparently is going to make WrestleMania to be able to wrestle Triple H. That's the newest rumor going around. Finn Balor is actually going to return soon too. Um, And Tajiri and Shelton Benjamin are also going to be returning within the next couple months to WWE. Um, I'll pick Jawan. What out of that would you like to talk about? You can pick more than one if you'd like. Um, Well, I've always been a Hardy Boys fan. Um, I actually got to meet them when I was younger. Um, great guys. So uh, the idea of them coming back, uh, and I know we were kind of talking about it on the page a little bit as far as uh, someone was saying they might not have full control on, like, their, their storyline or, you know, what Vince chooses to do with, you know, their persona or whatever. The Hardy Boys being back in any capacity is good to me. Um, I think that's to me, that's the biggest story out of out of everything because um, I've always loved the Hardy Boys. Uh, hey, Broken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Think about the promos. Oh, and I forgot to say that. Actually, I want I want to I want to include that SmackDown. They did something that I don't know if you guys noticed, but they did the old school late '80s, early '90s promos uh, before the Battle Royal. They had all the guys, like, come out and say something on camera. Like, I haven't seen them do something like that in a very long time. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just haven't noticed the other ones. But it was almost like they had, like, little segments they threw in there to, like, build up the match. And they used to do that all the time for Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, et cetera, et cetera. But it was cool to see that included. Um, Chris, uh, all the stuff, Finn Balor returning, uh, Seth Rollins being able to make Mania, the Hardys coming to WWE possibly. Kenny Omega having a first match. Which one caught your interest? Well, well, we talked. We we talked about the Hardys, and I agree, 100. percent So I'm gonna go New Japan because we haven't talked about New Japan. Adam Cole and Kenny Omega tore the house down as they always do. Kenny Omega got all of his big spots in in his match back. Did the moonsault off the guardrail. He had a, uh, a ton of really, like, highlight reel spots on Okada. They're building that. That's going to be amazing, um, the rematch between those two. And then he kind of turned babyface on Adam Cole. So if you get a chance to watch the aftermath really? of that promo segment, um, Kenny's slowly starting to turn because Adam Cole was like, this is the year of Adam Cole. And Kenny Omega's like, bruh. What are you talking about? <laughs> the year of Kenny Omega. Yeah. And then, like, he drops the mic, and, like, uh, Adam Cole picks it back up and starts trying to cut a promo again. And then Kenny Omega grabs the mic and is like, uh, bang, and good night, and does his good, you know, the goodbye and good night uh, gun gesture that, that Kenny Omega always does. So there's definitely heat within the Bullet Club, which is good for the Bullet Club because it's kind of gone a little stale with the Young Bucks and, uh, Losing a bunch of talent that they lost. So New Japan is getting very interesting. I know a lot of people don't keep up with it, but it's uh, you watch out for Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole, which will be a great match. And then uh, hopefully Absolutely. Kenny Omega in the summer, Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada in the summer again is going to be really, really good. 
once he finishes his storyline with a oh who is he wrestling Suzuki I believe so there's some good there's some good stuff coming from New Japan and uh, definitely subscribe to their stuff and uh, pay that ten dollars so you can watch all the great King of Mega matches that are coming up and Adam Cole if they start feeding that's going to be uh, tear the house down kind of stuff so oh and not not only that but I mean. Just, just NATO, Okada. There's so many good wrestlers in New Japan right now. But I think, if anything, uh, listeners, if, if you haven't checked out New Japan, check out Omega just for the concept that I think he will be the future of the WWE eventually when he comes in. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I don't know. I don't think that. I think that he could play heel or face very well. Um, but getting what we're talking about, Phil, uh, Kenny Omega having his first match in New Japan. Hardy's. Andrew Galloway, not in TNA anymore. They're going to WWE. Seth Rollins might be back for WrestleMania against Triple H. Finn Balor about to return. Tajiri and Shelton Benjamin will be apparently within the next couple months of WWE. Which one catches your interest? Tajiri and Shelton Benjamin. Um, I Those are two uh, two wrestlers I love. I, I love to watch, especially when it was Shelton Benjamin and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that was a great match. That, but um, that super kick. I'd like to see Shelton back. Oh yeah, the super kick from the springboard. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd like to see Shelton come back on SmackDown. Kurt Angle returns. They take on American Alpha, and say we're the true American tag team. We're Team Angle or whatever. Uh, to Jerry, I'd like to see him uh, come back uh, and actually be on SmackDown or Raw. Uh, Tajiri. No, no, Tajiri versus Akira Tozawa. I think they would have great matches. Oh, yeah. Two uh, Japanese uh, wrestlers showing them the ropes. Yeah, but I'd like to see Tajiri back on SmackDown. Um, I hope if he, like, when he does, uh, when he does come back, it's not like on that uh, Cruiserweight show, 205 Live, because it's just, I think that show is crashing, but I think I'd like to see Tajiri come back because he's I love the mist and uh the bus saw kick and all that shit Absolutely. that he did. Yeah. Yep. Well, either way, I mean it, these are some cool news items that they're fun because we're gonna have a lot of this type of stuff uh in the future. I hope Kenny Omega has a great year with New Japan. I hope he only signed a year though, and I hope that he might be actually in the future of the WWE. Uh, next year, but I want to see him in Okada again. I mean, that last match, Phil, I know Chris saw it. Juwan, if you guys have not seen Okada versus Omega, it's amazing. Um, I gotta Kame, I gotta watch that. Definitely check it out, man. It's it's a great match. Dude. There's a version where JR actually uh, did the commentary for it. Uh, that was great. Um, Hardy's uh, going to WWE, that would be great. Like I said, imagine Bray Wyatt versus Broken Matt Hardy. I'd also love to see Seth Rollins work with Jeff Hardy. Tag teams, that'd be a great thing, too. Drew Galloway would also be a nice uh, addition. Keep him as Galloway. Do not change the McIntyre because it sounds just ridiculous. Uh, Seth Rollins, I hope that if he is back for Mania, my whole thing is that he's healthy and that he's not rushing this because I don't want to see him get hurt for the sake of fighting Triple H at WrestleMania. That'll be dumb. Um, definitely to Jerry and, Shel- and Shelton Benjamin, uh, coming to either or, whatever they do, whoever they play with, they're great wrestlers. If they're going to do it, though, I would like to see Shelton Benjamin get put to the top. 
He deserves the WWE title. I think that everyone can agree with me on that. He's a badass performer and also good on the mic, from what I remember. I haven't seen him in a long time. But my biggest thing is Finn Balor. I can't wait to see him fucking return. He's my favorite new wrestler. He's just a badass. I'd love to see him against the Mojo at WrestleMania. I know it's not going to happen. Even Kane, do Demon versus Demon at WrestleMania. will be badass. But either way, a lot of fun. All right, I'm going to let you guys all, if you want to talk about anything else that we were just talking about, go for it, but just send off. Uh, first, Jawan. Um, no, that's that was really the – I mean, I, I'm with you on Finn Balor. Um, he's definitely my favorite uh, wrestler right now. I never really thought I'd have a, a top favorite after CM Punk left, but Finn Balor definitely filled, filled in that spot for me. So I'm definitely excited to see him return. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, uh, Chris, uh, thanks for joining us tonight, as always, uh, along with Juwan. Um Any last words? Uh, the Justin Thunderliger match on the, uh, the New Japan show was great. And um, hmm, we'll see. Yeah, well, it's – yeah, well, not Justin – oh, God, man. The, it was the Tiger Mask uh, versus – God. Oh, tag team match at the beginning of that. I, I, I'm spacing on the name. Anyways, let's get Hardy Boys. Uh, Hardy Hardy Boys are going to uh, Hardy Boys are definitely going to go to Raw. I know we want the Bray Wyatt feud. I just don't think they want to put the pressure on Bray to go against that character. So I would say New Day also, versus Hardy Boys is probably probably in the future. And then Drew McIntyre, he's fine. Um, he obviously has some heat with some of the people in the company, so I would say he's probably more Ring of Honor or New Japan bound. So, we'll see. Alright. Um, Phil, thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight, man. It was a lot of fun. Definitely share both your podcast and also uh, your wrestling organization on Geek Vibes. And uh, just tell us a little bit of closing thoughts, and uh, definitely come back, man. It was a lot of fun having you. All right, thanks, man. Um, I had a good time. This is uh, the first time I've ever actually gone on an actual uh, wrestling uh, show or or like podcast. It? I mean, I liked it. I got to talk about the indies, and we got to share our opinions on you know different wrestlers, and we got to cut jokes and all that. So I think we had a pretty good time. Yeah, dude. No, and I agree. Do you want to plug anything again before we uh, send off? Uh, yeah. Check out Old School Wrestling Alliance. It's in Cornelia, Georgia, uh, 205 Commerce Parkway, 30531. And we got a website, Uh Our YouTube, OSWA Entertainment, one word. Our other kind of channel is OSWA.tv kind of like our network and check mm-hmm. out in the can with dr randall mcnally podcast on itunes soundcloud and whatever that's all i gotta say well, i don't want to take up too much time no you're fine man we, we appreciate you being a guest tonight and definitely check out his stuff guys like i said phil's gonna post it on the page uh it was a fun show uh i think that we uh you know went over a lot of topics and uh, we'll see you next week when we talk about some wrestling and uh, thanks to Phil again for being our special guest. Thanks, Chris and Juwan, as always. 
And uh, you guys have a good week. And uh, let the Geek Fives be with you. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.